The Hillbilly Records podcast is also sponsored by POW Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. For your family law issues such as divorce, child custody and visitation, support and adoption, contact Chris at 815-355-8194 or through his website, hofflegal.com. The Hillbilly Wreckers podcast is brought to you by Lamplighter Inn Tavern and Grill in Palatine. With happy hour Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m., karaoke every Thursday plus a Thursday pizza special, you'll find Lamplighter has something for everyone. A special thank you to Fonzie and the Dago Tees for use of their song, King of the Hill, as the Hillbilly Wreckers theme song. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hillbilly Wreckers podcast, and I'm Tanya. We have had a lot of action going on. Uh, and what can I say? Trainwrecker, you made a debut last week, didn't you? I sure did. I was hosting the Beach Bash 4 at Lakemore, and that was one hell of an event. I found a little train that was taking kids That's around. That's right. Like, hey, let me, uh, <laughs> let me get on this train, uh, bring me in as an entrance. And that was pretty cool. And, uh, just the experience to do that in front of all the, the fans, it was quite quite an experience for me emotional a little bit um at the get at the beginning i had to like pause myself and like catch my breath and and then started going through it 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 was definitely uh uh interesting card we had a i guess an addition to the reckoning which we found out was jason dukes yeah that was Uh, a surprise yes very much so obviously paulie tomaselli uh ended the night with the firework our guest that's coming up defended successfully his uh championship title uh match yeah so it it was a good show it was a great crowd uh nice turnout beautiful weather so uh, yeah we thought it was gonna rain and yeah earlier in the day (laughs) it was so without further ado fans as you know uh how can i say one of the fastest rising stars on the independent scene themselves our new pow heavyweight champion Moondog Murray. Thank you for coming along, man. All Appreciate right. it. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we could finally do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As soon as you guys launched the podcast, like I gotta get on it. <laughs> so like I literally took a day off from the day job and then they scheduled me on the day we're supposed to record. So like, oh so I was like, can we record this day? I was like, yes, it worked out. So it, it yeah. did. I mean it, <laughs> it something else. Uh but you know, before we uh jump into uh your title reign, what got you in to the pro wrestling thing well uh, like many we all started as fans right well most of us anyway but first match i ever saw was tommy dreamer versus jack swagger ecw 2008 okay that's when i became a fan (laughs) (laughs) and everybody i tell that story to feel like oh (laughs) that's usually the reaction like oh but that's what started it and then um i always wanted to be a wrestler but i just you know, I had no athletic background, this, that, and the other, confidence issues, and it's like, I, I don't think I could do it. COVID happens, mm-hmm. and um, that was at my wit's end at that point, too, because, like, I was, like, 300 pounds. I was nothing going for me. That's right. That, that, that kind of deal. So, like, at that point, I had the realization, like, I have nothing to lose at this point, especially because we just lost a lot of, like, things that we norm we took way for granted like you know like going out going to eat right absolutely. uh seeing concerts and stuff like that so that's when i was like you know what let's just let's give wrestling a try mm-hmm. and like that way if i'm 50 i could be like well i tried it just didn't work out <laughs> well here i am still <laughs> so i'd say it's working out pretty it, pretty it well is. i mean yeah. you have really um come a long way you're making a name for yourself in multiple promotions yes. you know not just here at pal uh csw damage, damage. i yeah. mean you're you're all over you just came back from minnesota wisconsin, right? wisconsin. yeah Rothschild, wisconsin which is like i think from here it's probably like three and a half hours from, okay. the, from uh, belvedere street but like yeah. hit the road and, and just go win, you know like, the road and go and thankfully uh wisconsin's roads are great they're just straight yeah <laughs> go straight for 80 miles okay <laughs> and then there's a turn here and then all right go straight 55 miles and you'll be at your destination like, all right that's <laughs> well, simple 
How did you find your training facility? I mean, oh, how so, did you? Yeah, how did you I'll actually go when you pulled the trigger? Go, how am I gonna do this? I so mean, I found a place in Woodstock, um, ran by a very infamous man on the Indies. I found out later. Uh, he uh, for all the wrong reasons too, um, but I they were in Woodstock. Woodstock's yeah, only like thirty five right. minutes from me, so I was like, all right, let's give it a whirl. Um, I trained there for about six months so july of 2020 for six months and then i debuted in january of 2021 and then trained and wrestled there for eight more months before leaving um the guy ran weekly right so that's a pretty good advantage the problem was (laughs) the highest he ever would draw was eight people and then once a month he we'd fill it and get 30 to 50 people and that was a lot for us yeah because Smaller yeah. building, and we average eight people. So, uh, unfortunately, the man's a carny. So yeah. he was um, he was telling everybody he trained punk. Now, I was a super fan, and I still am, of pro wrestling. I watched all the documentaries. I watched uh, right. all the stuff, collect all the stuff. That's why when I saw all this, I was like, ah. Uh, yeah, that's nice, Nick. You know, like, as you're talking to me, no offense, but I was like, holy shit. <laughs> but like, uh, but uh, so I knew that's not true. <laughs> I knew uh, Punk was not trained by this guy. He yeah, was trained okay. by Ace Steel. So I'm like, okay, that was my first red flag. And then um, they kept advertising they got Kalisto a job in WWE. And I'm like, there's got to be more to this story. Because like, I think Kalisto in an interview said something else. Right. So I'm like, there's more to the story. And then. The guy just like a light switch flipped on me and was just like totally, he's just a dick. Yeah. And like treating me I, like crap. So, like, he does that. I was like, I've dealt with him. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, all right, um, this ain't it, chief. Bye. You know, so like, but I was like, you know what? By this point, I had a match and he buried me on commentary. Mm-hmm. The, it's on YouTube too. Uh, he's just burying me on commentary the entire time. The match wasn't good, obviously. I'm green, you know. I had a, that was probably I start. I keep. I have a notebook of all my matches. That was probably like my fortieth match, something like that. Right. But I was like, it, he like I said, he kept burying me on commentary. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna see if it's if I need a break from wrestling or for doing if I need a break from or if I just need to leave this place. Yeah. It took a week for me, like, oh yeah. In this place. It's this place. Let's <laughs> it's this tra- place. <laughs> so they always trash talk CSW. Right. Really, their beef was with Northland, right. which ran Woodstock. But at yeah. the time, it was called CSW Northland. Right. So he always poked and prod and said uh, all this horrible stuff about Boz and CSW, this and the other. So I was like, well, how bad are they? No. So I went to CSW, had a horrible first day because, you know, I, I needed training. I need more training. And, um, but I stayed, I stuck with it, and I still go once a week usually. I try to do once to twice a week. And it, like I said, it's worked out perfectly because, like, I'm nice. still here. And uh, it, it pretty much everything I've accomplished now, I proved that guy wrong because when I left, that guy buried me. And he said, like, oh, he was a, Wait. quote, participation trophy run here. Yeah, I was like, well, what does that, that mean? <laughs> yeah. but, in, in the past, I've dealt with them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he. You could start seeing through the smoke and mirrors pretty, pretty damn pretty fast. Quick, and but, it's uh, it took me, so like I said, six months of training, eight months, so about a year and a half of working yeah. with the guy. It took me a year and a half. It took other guys four years, five years, yeah. which blows my mind. I'm like, how do you not see through this? Right. Because he said he had connections with WWE and was always like throwing that in everybody's faces because he got Malad Akbar a fucking tryout, which I don't know if he did or not, but. Uh. Okay, I mean, is he does Malad Akbar even do anything anymore? No, not anymore. I did not because think so. after after that, I think after they told him no, he got out because like uh, yeah. WWE because which it's never a no, it's a not yet. From oh, all the yeah. interviews I've heard yeah. of people, well, but that was 2013. That was the last time somebody under got a or you know, but I got a, got a tryout. Whatever I said his name <laughs> anyway. Uh, we can well, we can blur that. Yeah, we, uh, we can beat that, but it, yeah. <laughs> I Here's the we, thing, a backstory, real quick yeah. backstory. Malad actually started with Pow yeah. CCW. Yeah. You know, he actually started with oh, them. Wow. And when he didn't get his push like he thought he should, he went somewhere else. Exactly. The kid had potential, but he was still he was still green. 
Yeah. You know, give give yourself some time. Yeah. You there are very few and far in between naturals. Yes. And guess what? The naturals are already in NXT or having a look at. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, so Oh yeah. I mean that's how how that is. Exactly. Yeah, but no, I I remember when you first came in power, you were just there helping out yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Like Setting to up see the what you have accomplished from day one of POW to today sitting here yeah. is night and day. And it's just like, where did this guy come from? Like, <laughs> like wow, how did this happen? It's crazy, you know, right? It's just, you bust ass. And I appreciate what you've done so far and, and how you're, you're... I like to be the first one at the venue and you're usually... You know, they're like a little bit before me or a little after, a little right? after and I I appreciate that. And it's you know, you stay until yeah, the last piece the end. of equipment is in the trailer and that's what we <laughs> well, love about it. Oh you can ask for right? I, I did I did mention uh you know, I, I did mention on the last podcast with uh Jimmy. Yeah. I did give you props <laughs> especially for you know, a few weeks ago, yeah, when you came to the aid. Oh <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, so, sure. uh, all around good hand. You don't find too many guys like you that <laughs> stick around and play all the bases. Oh. <laughs> uh, no. Where do you think you see yourself in the next five years when it comes to wrestling? Hopefully, if not signed, whether it be per appearance or in general, at least like, hey, there's a hey, they're watching. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's like. Keep working, keep busting ass, and go from there. Because yeah. like, it was like I remember somebody saying like, uh, they're like, oh, I, I, someone told me I have eyeballs on me. I don't know what to do. It's like, just keep working. Yeah. <laughs> but if, well, that's keep all you working. can do is keep wrestling. And it's like, well, well, why can't they? Why can't? Why do I have to hear it through other people? Why can't they tell it themselves? Like, because that's wrestling. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just just <laughs> keep working. And like, you know, it's that's just how it is. I feel like. I don't like anything. Give it to me, and I'm glad everything I've gotten has been earned because, like, it's so much more fulfilling. You know, right. I don't have a, I don't have people kissing my ass every day. I, in fact, I have people kicking my ass every day usually. <laughs> but anytime I get the whether it's good job, pal, or or a, or an, even just a, a nod, I'm like, day uh, made. Uh, <laughs> I mean, said you have uh, definitely uh, become the fan favorite. I mean, you you're working guys like. Koalaxamana, which has mm. been going everywhere. Yes. You know, uh, you uh, worked with uh, Axel Rico. Hopefully, yes. you know, he's still on the mend right now. CSW, they've got a great, you know, bunch Oscar. of guys. And yeah. you come out here to POW and uh, you're out there with the crowd, you know, you're getting your wolf going yes. on and stuff like that. It's great because not that many guys really do that. Yeah, you know, exactly. They, Slap the hands and all that, but you're totally invested in it, and it shows and with so, the people, you know. Yes, yeah. totally. <laughs> Especially when you were with Trog a little bit too. That, yes, you know, that boosted you up a little bit more with the fans. And, yes, definitely. You know, the fans see you as like an up and coming right. star in this company. That was an honor to work to tag with Trog too, because like um, when I was a fan, I saw him on uh, Project Four City Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, as a fan because uh-huh. they ran Rockford. And I remember, and he was. Out of all the people that I remembered, it was him and Jay Cross. Jay Cross. Then, like, uh, yes. I, there's a little compilation I made on my phone. I did a little vlog on it on mm. YouTube. I was watching it back. I didn't realize, like, um, Bernardino was there. I remembered uh, there's a dude with a Darth Maul mask. <laughs> I don't I don't remember his name, but I was like, that he. I forgot about that. But, the, again, Trog stood yeah. out where I'm like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's right. So then when I started with Powell and I would see Trog got a poster here and there, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be able to meet him. So then <laughs> I got to meet him and told him that story and he was just astounded. <laughs> he was blown away. He goes, really? Uh, like, <laughs> good people. Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, speaking of Trog, are we going to see uh, you and Trog back together as uh, the Bone Daddies? I hope so. I, I don't. He he might think we're disbanded, but I don't think we're disbanded. Disbanded. I like to think we're like, I guess like the Hardy Boys, or like when they're on different brands, but sometimes they come together. Yeah. they're still <laughs> they're still together. Right. You know, they're still allies, and they'll they'll team every now and again for a special one off. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to keep that going with Trog. You know, have that big big one off main event. No, absolutely. And uh, Trog has come a long way, known him for a very long time. 
Right. I mean, especially two tons of fun with Meat Hooks O'Bannon, yes. you know, back in the day. So a uh, big feud with both of them for a yeah. while. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Chog is uh, good people and all that. Wonderful guy. Um, now, getting to this uh, title reign, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to know. Uh, it has been said that, especially uh, at the You Better Work show, yes. you had... Uh, the opportunity to face Spade for the title, which obviously he said, eh, you know, right, screw it, I'd no. do it. I just right. won it last, you know, the night before against Hunter Payne yes. and so forth. And uh, come T-Wood, he puts the ultimatum down, uh, and the rest is history. Yes. When that hand went down for the third time. Yes. What what went through your mind? Tears. <laughs> 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 I immediately, I, I, it, it, the well, the waterworks immediately came up, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, I did it!" <laughs> <laughs> and when it was, um, I believe it was Brian who was roughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it wasn't Brian, it was Pee Wee. But like, they handed me the belt, and I was, I was like, "Holy crap!" Because like, literally, that day was the night. So the night after that day uh-huh. was when my I had my first match with Spade at T Woods, right? Because mm-hmm. um. The day after my Facebook memories popped up, and there was a picture of my back because, like, Spade had clawed it. Right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, and like, it's poetic. It's weird. Like, it's funny how, like, things accidentally, like, line up. Line up, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's like a fairy tale almost. But <laughs> I, I always joked, um, I said, like, watch my first championship before, like, a shit fed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe, you know, like an upstart promotion that's trying to build something right. or, you know, maybe just like a nothing title. But it's like, that's, that's for that to be my first title. That's yes. insane. You and, know, and, the, the lineage of that, on that belt yeah, and head, in power in general, yeah, yeah, the heritage. So I was like, for this to be my first championship, like you can't get any better than that. I don't no, think. Absolutely. I'm, and I'm, you know, so deserving, mm. you know, and, uh, for like, the things that you do, do, uh, the group of younger talent that are coming in now is yeah. like Mate- you know like Mateo Valentine yeah. uh this Eric Schultz yeah. you know these guys you know i mean it's uh you know of course you can't forget Kazile you yes. can't forget Mason mm-hmm. this young like you guys are like hungry yeah. you yeah. know to really go out there and prove yourself like sometimes i'm going to go out here and do better than the you see on TV, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. have fun with it. Have the best match of the night while yeah. also entertaining the people. You know? yeah. That's what I love about Pow in general is like that's everybody's mindset is like let's kill it and let's give the people a show. Yeah, you know, and it's like every it's like every show. It's like to be in a build because like you know you work the shows where like you you work in front of ten people then you know, then uh, you work at a show where like you're in front of two hundred people. It's mm. that's what I like about the indies. It reminds me of like going to concerts from like like these these weird venues with however yeah, many people. No people. Yeah, yeah, but like so it's kind of like that similarity. But like I, you know, Powell's drawing a lot of people. Powell's been doing awesome this year. So like to be a part of that is awesome. You yeah, know, really, and uh, you know your first successful title defense against uh, Tommy McCobb. McCobb, which yeah. uh, not. Trying to get you pissed off there, Macab, but you're zero and two for uh, you know pow, uh, you know title chances here. Uh, but yeah, a uh, big man in front of uh, like says, uh Beach Bash four. Yep. You know, uh, I think that's becoming a tradition. You think record? Oh, I mean, if you start adding numbers to it, it's got to be. <laughs> <Hopefully>, so, <laughs> I'd say so. But yeah, that was a that was a hard outing, but we got the win. We were able to eke it out. Um, Actually, my my bosses from work were there. Oh, nice! They had a, they had a hell of a time. They, they're glad I won because, like, <laughs> when they saw my cop smash me in the corner, they they thought, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, this ain't gonna be good." And, but no, I, I I I inked it out and uh, retained, and then uh, went up to Rothschild and defended again for my second defense. So my first two defenses in one weekend was pretty oh, cool. There you go. For, right. You did say you were gonna be a fighting champion. Yes, when you came anybody. out there. Uh, with uh, uh, Jimmy and Eric, yes, and yes. you pretty much, you know, laid it on the line. You said, you know, it would be an honor, but yet you would be that fighting champion if yeah. you know it was Jimmy or Eric. Yeah, it was yeah. like one of the most emotional promos. Yeah, yes. out of the year because you you felt it. Yes, you mm-hmm. felt that you wanted it. 
you felt that you were going to fight for it yes. and defend it in any way possible. And I got goosebumps hearing hearing you talk on the mic and laying that belt out for anybody to come in the ring to, uh, you know, to, to work with you and for you to defend that belt. And it was, you know, really emo- real emotional because I felt yes. it. So, you know, thank you for for making it, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that grip of emotion on the fans because the fans felt it too because yeah. after you spoke, they were you know, all cheers for you. and Everybody was on your absolutely. side. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Fox Lake itself was a, you know, an emotional night because we did find out that uh, RJ, Ross yeah. James, yes. getting yeah. inducted into the Powell Hall of Fame, you know, uh, and that man there, I'd like to and I've showed it to people before, and I've mentioned it on podcasts, but I've got a picture of him and Pee Wee Perella as, yes, as, fans. as fans. That's you awesome. Know? But no, uh, definitely a voice that has carried Pow Entertainment wow. and the voice of, I should say, you know, bar none. You know, so yeah, that was absolutely. a great, you know, a great uh, announcement. Yeah, I was sitting right next to him, and <laughs> and he was, he was tearing up and... <laughs> Yeah. choking up and, and he start, I like, seen him he starting to put his head yeah, down like, no, no, I, I stood up I started applauding I'm like get up RJ let's yeah. go get up get up <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta agree you gotta, yeah, you gotta give me a little wave give me a wave yes but no definitely more than uh, well you know well deserved oh, well deserved oh, and so forth Fox Lake you know that's a lot of history in that building yeah and so forth you know, I mean, working on the indies, I mean, you're still cutting the teeth and all yes. that. Um, CSW, it seems like CSW is constantly selling their place out. Yes. You know, on yes. IWTV. And the group of young talent that is there with the talent that's coming up now. Yeah. How do you think the Midwest is really shaping up to be? It's really good because, like, you got places like CSW, you got places like Freelance, yeah. you got places like Black and Brave. Like, the Midwest is filled with a lot of really good schools. Uh, you got Apollo as well. And, like, a lot of, like, charismatic people, but also mm-hmm. a lot of athletic people as well. So, like, mm-hmm. you're getting a good blend of everything. And it's cool to go to different promotions and seeing everybody's different styles. You know, like Powell versus CSW, it's like it's two different shows, but they're both still entertaining. They both have their hardcore fans. Yes, and um, it's it's the the CSW that vibe is competitive. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more competitive. Like um, everybody, like yeah, everybody wants each other to succeed at CSW. But like I could tell, you could definitely tell. It's like all right, this is yeah. my moment. I'm going to take it by the balls and go for it. You know. I- yeah, that, that is definitely true. I mean, it, fans, if you have not, I'm not steering any way anybody from Powell, but if you yeah. have the chance to see CSW, definitely uh, check them out. Yeah. I mean, they are. This is some talent that uh, is going to make names for themselves. Along with you know, they're coming into Powell also. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's always been like I said, uh, Mateo Valentine. Yeah. Uh, now we've got uh, Axel, Eric Schultz. You know, like. Uh, Rafi uh, wants to, uh, trying to come in anyway. Uh, Joey Mayberry. Joey Mayberry. Yeah, you know, uh, like you said, it, it's great to see them coming in. Yeah. And uh, it, like I said, it gives the fans definitely always something, you know, yeah. to see. Always. Mix it up. And it's cool. Like, it's another thing. Like, it's cool to see, like, not a clash of styles, but, like, the difference, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, like me, Mateo, Eric, and everybody else. How we wrestle and when we wrestle Powell Powell uh, trained people and like seeing it's it's a fun yeah. mashup and usually it gels pretty well yeah you know and like you can tell it's a really good match good outing you know <clears throat> no 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 definitely absolutely it's, yeah. uh, especially you know Boz you know Windy City alumni yes you got that training and that mentality uh, through Sam Becerro, yes. which is great to see that it it's still living you yeah. know so absolutely you know like Sonny Rogers and Jimmy Blake that the longevity right there is right you know, right it's crazy <laughs> you know you, you you've been part of actually uh coming into this business you've been part of history too with uh Powell's first ever uh you better work yeah, show right show right and uh that experience how was that vibe for you awesome um my first pride show was down in Texas mm-hmm. last year, that, and that's how this spawned off. Yes, here, right? yes. How it spawned off. So we went. So it's crazy too, because like last June, I only had two bookings: mm-hmm. uh, UWE up in Michigan, which was my first big trip outside of the state. And my mom was so worried about it; she had to come <laughs> with me. <laughs> so 
And then I broke the news to her like a week later. I said, uh, Mom, uh, I'm going to uh, San Antonio. She goes, what? <laughs> Why? Who are you going with? When are you going? Like, she wants all this info. I was like, well, I'm riding with Mateo and Joey. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, that's fine. Then. But uh, yeah, her and my stepdad rode up to Michigan with us, uh, with me to um, Michigan, mm-hmm. U- UWE. <laughs> Right. Uh, for Eric, yeah, I which I that I love that I, I definitely dug that place. I can't wait to go back. Um, but San Antonio to the, we wrestled on a Pride show, my first Pride show, which was super cool. You know, uh-huh. everybody, everybody, everybody's vibe was great. Um, and then that's when I know Mateo planted the bug and Jimmy said to go, hey, what you ever you know like Pride show? Right. Like, how come winter's never one in Chicago? Because in Chicago, you know, uh, June is. The off month. Right. Graduations, this, that, other, all these different excuses to just take June off, you know? So, <laughs> but this month alone, I had nine shows. Right. Like, I, wow. Nine shows compared to, or June. June, uh-huh. I had nine shows versus last year when I had two. Uh-huh. So, and three of them were pride shows. The, uh, I think the Powell one in particular was the best one. Uh-huh. The other ones I worked was uh, the Russell League one and then um, the All-Star Lucha one. Which is a new lucha promotion, uh, but I think Piles was just produced well. I mm-hmm. think that's with Mateo and Jimmy's help, and of course your production and everything, mm-hmm. and everybody working together. I think there's growing pains though. I think um, next year will be even better, and then the next year will even be yeah. better. It's because right. it's all trial run right now. Right. But like that show itself was amazing because like I remember that Saturday, you know, there was more people. Yeah. But the Sunday, the people that were in there were somehow louder. And more yeah. into it, yeah. yeah so like, it's love. true. You that felt the love in, in my building. So like, it was as if there was the same amount that there was on Saturday. So you know, yeah, and Effie being there and such, which uh, he he he's a character. <laughs> I love him to death. Um, but uh, my match with Spade, of course, that was a big deal for me because you know I was like, all right, probably championship. Then I was like, oh, it's not online. Ah, all right, well, I got, well. You know what? Forget it. I want to beat him anyway. So and that, that's and that was the mindset you put yourself exactly. in too. Exactly. But that uh but I and I was able to ink the win out, but overall that, you know, that weekend and that show itself was amazing. Yeah, that was a great weekend. And I'm excited for uh it was definitely my favorite show I've wrestled on this year so far. So uh I I definitely look forward to next year cuz they announced next year. Uh I heard talks of where, but I don't think it's official yet, so don't want to commit to a place. And, <laughs> right. and like, oh, we changed our mind. We're going to this place. Like, oh, okay. But well, yeah. Definitely. That's that's wrestling for you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, well, I tell you what, fans. We're going to do a quick uh, break here. Let our sponsors know that we're thinking of them. And then when we come back, it's all on train record side. And he's got some things up his sleeve. Questions he wants to ask and stuff he wants to do. So we'll be right back. Fans, we know that sometimes life can throw some curveballs. If you're in need of family law advice, talk to Pow Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. This is Mateo Valentine, and you're listening to the Hillbilly Records Podcast. All right, wrestling fans, we are back uh, with Moondog joining us on the Hillbilly Records. So let's talk a little bit on the uh, next two shows, or the last show we had, and then the next uh, show we had. So a little bit more on Beach Bash. Tommy McCobb put up a little bit of a fight with you. Oh, yeah. You know, he he wanted that that belt. Crazy, right? What did you have to pull out of your, your dog bag of treats <laughs> <laughs> to overcome that big man? Thankfully, I have fought him three other times. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think the first the first match was he was all fun and games. And then ever since then, I've made sure it's we're no longer playing buddy <laughs> we're we're fighting and that you know that's how it was i got to ink it out you know i got to f- just barely fight like he he went for it he smashed me in the beginning i got to fight back a little bit then eventually he, it was overwhelming then of course he had kazile on the outside that little you know <laughs> but you know yeah, kazile uh, interrupted me while i was trying to introduce you <laughs> yeah. and kept, uh you know, mocking me. Of I course, right? I should have gave him a right hook, just a little knock him out a little bit. Sounds but. like his aisle, but <laughs> thankfully, uh, we're able to get past all those hurdles and, you know, the size of Macabre as well and score the victory once again. I think I'm 3-1 and one with Macabre, so 
the record's on my side, you know? <laughs> and so is the belt. So well. is the belt. Yeah, so. And then now, Rumble in the Harbor. Yes. New spot for all of us. Yes. yes. In Winthrop Harbor. Yep. I'm excited for it. I haven't seen the venue. I have never... I've been over there, but yes. not in that area yeah. of where it's at. But I'm super excited from what I'm hearing about it. Front row's already sold out. Second row is... Second row is... Row is almost sold out. Um, wow. You know, general mission is selling quick, um, and that's what Rumble in the Harbor dot com. Dot com. Yes, um, for it's know, for the Parks and Recreation. I think through, yeah, through there. the park. Yeah, yeah, so the it park is a great right. fundraiser. Uh, fans, uh, you know, Jim Blaze did make mention that this is not uh, you know through Pow's website for tickets. So if you want tickets, Rumble in the Harbor yeah. dot com. Everything goes for a great cause. And uh, from what we understand, if this is a success, you know, for them, uh, there will be more to come. But, and everything is through the Park District of yes. Winthrop Harbor. So um, if you have any questions, concerns. There it is. There yeah. it is. Go through that. <laughs> so um, I'm excited, too, because I get to be in the Battle Royal for the Powell Midwest Championship. Because uh, I have a strip from... Kazile and Mason. At T-Woods. At T-Woods. You know, I had to break that up. and You ended up in the ring. Yeah, I ended up in the oh. ring. And the, you know, the owner, Jimmy Blaze, said, hey, everybody who's in this ring mm-hmm. is now involved in that battle royal. So I was like, okay. Oh, so I got to dust the boots <laughs> off and uh, get in that ring for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but is it Rumble in the Harbor, uh, someone that you are somewhat familiar with? Oh, yeah. Joey Mayberry. Joey Mayberry. Yeah. Uh, we were... I was looking through, like I said, I mentioned the match notebook. I think I've wrestled Joey twenty times. Okay, and I think that includes battle royals, though. But like, and also <laughs> multi mans and such. So like, we've been in the ring at least twenty times together. Right. Uh, we've had a handful of single matches and tag matches and such, but definitely it was like to see to uh, this is what makes this different and stand out from the other matches is this time it's me walking in the champion. He's still the vet. But it's me with the title, right? So like, it's him having to beat me, and have and having to fight me. It's not me trying to outshine and show, you know, right? That yeah, just because he's got more years on me, that doesn't mean. Oh, well, that is true. In that mindset, you don't have to beat him. Right, he has to beat you. Exactly. You know. So, <laughs> but like I said, like uh, I'll take on anybody, and I'll lay the title on the line for anybody, and that's. Showing here, you know, Joey, um, like I said, Joey's been around for a while. He started in Florida, moved up here. Okay. And, um, you know, he's been on a tear. You know, yeah. That, like, he, he's going everywhere, same thing. So, you know, it'd probably be emotional. It's funny because, like, it's that same town. It was me and Mateo in a main event. So it's, like, one emotional moment. This may just this may also be an emotional moment for me is uh, me and him locking horns for the Powell Championship. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a first in the books for you know the history of yeah Kyle and on that match, and I'm excited for it. Absolutely. I hope I can get to call it after I, that battle royal, but I might have to be in the back <laughs> with some injuries. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, you're on commentary with the belt around you. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So you hold it right here, but uh, um, yo, know, I'm just I'm just excited for Winthrop Barber. Yeah, it's gonna be. A fun time next week, and I'm super excited for it. Yeah. Well, I was told to bring all the production stuff, so <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how that definitely plans out. Oh, yeah. Speaking of production, how how do you see the SCW production and the PAL production? How the PAL production coming up to yeah. that level of SCW? SCW, like or, I'm sorry. Oh, oh CSW. CSW. Uh, CSW. CSW has really good production, but mm-hmm. so does Powell. Like, um, uh, I, 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 there's no way of saying this without burying someone, but I'm not going to say their name. <laughs> um, there's one production. There's another camera crew out there that's mm-hmm. not so good. Uh-huh. Um, it's like four still cameras, and all we see is one hard cam, and like it's, I, it, it, it's mm-hmm. bad, but. <laughs> Again, but like we're so blessed with like great production, like Powell got wrestling with unicorns out there. 
Yeah. You got um, uh, JWA has great production. Janesville up there. Um, CSW with they usually CSW usually goes through like Derek uh, Ring, Ring from Crew or um, I right now they switched to IWTV mm-hmm. uh, with those guys and then yeah. now they switched to Nick. So pretty much it's gonna <laughs> it's pretty much like a little a little similar of a feel production wise. But uh, yeah. like I said, like. Uh, it's like we got great production crews, we got great refs, we got, and then when you get that one bad production, like what I was talking about earlier, it makes you really long for Nick <laughs> or Derek or Martin. You know, yeah, like yeah. you long for or Xavier. You're like, you're like that, that actually cares about trying to make the boys. Yes, look and not yeah. using cameras from 2009. You know, uh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> you know, and you know, with a lot of the people. And promotions that you've been jumping around, you had, you made a splash, a big splash, <laughs> uh, in Rockford, yes. close to your hometown. Yeah. Okay. Some people were appalled. <laughs> Some people thought it was like one of the best, and that the Rumble was this match put you on the map. Yeah. You know, like put you, like put some eyes on you. Yes. And. Obviously, Scott Spade, Kazile, and yourself. Yes, in uh, Rockford, Absolutely. Rockford Imaging. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know that's actually how I met y'all. Was mm-hmm. was through Rockford. I uh, found out there was a promotion running there. Uh, I went there for their second show. I hit up uh, Stevie and I said, "Hey, can I help out?" And um, he's like, "Yeah, sure." Uh, Jimmy and all of them will be here too. This was December, right? Uh, December of twenty one. So, uh, fast forward to February of 2023, you know, we've come a long way. There's been a handful of shows. They run quarterly, so usually four to five shows a year. And uh, they announce the Rockford Street Fight, which I'm like, all right, here we go. You know, I, I, I rocked out the Stone Temple Pilots shirt, blue jeans, no, <laughs> pa- no pads, just my boots. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, if this is a street fight, we're we're working like it's the streets. So, um, then it went south, <laughs> but not in a well, yeah, a little bit in a bad way, but not like if you are a blood and guts fan, if you're like a diehard hardcore fan, definitely this this is definitely up your alley. The match for you. It's match for you. Seen the movie Carrie. And- <laughs> <laughs> If you're squeamish, maybe not. I, I've gotten both. Where um, I've had people say, I refuse to watch that match because I don't want to see you like that. I've had people say it was disgusting, but I understood why they said that because that's just not their bag. Uh, yeah. I, I, I took I, I took all the criticisms. I was like, all right, that's I understand. Um, but it got a lot of attention. Like three guys from CSW asked me, where did you wrestle? And like, where was that? And I said, oh, it's mm-hmm. Rockford. Hit up Jimmy Blaze if you want to look into going there like okay okay and then, and i don't think they ever did but yeah. but i uh, but like when you have people asking hey what promotion did you do that in you know that's sort of deal um but you know it, i just remember it came down and then it came down and then and it came down <laughs> it was like a faucet and i think the only reason i didn't pass out was because chris hedford who was refing your son yeah. was on me and he's like are you okay yes okay he checked every two seconds to the point where I'm like, I feel bad for Chris. I'm like, so I'm popping jokes to him. Yeah, that's fine. So, but that's when I, but it was funny because that's when I realized I was like, I'm super chill. All right. I'm like super chill. So like, I'm not worried about things, you know, right. I'm, I'm like, okay. I'm just like watching and monitoring everything and going for it. Because if I am anywhere up here, mm-hmm. I'm going to pass out or God knows what happened. You did the right thing. So I was chill. And it was one of those deals where, like, um, you know, I I know guys, they get egos about wins and losses and such. But, like, I always always say this, you know, because I won. Mm -hmm. Scott Spade bled. But nobody remembers that. Yeah. (laughs) No no. No offense to those guys either. But, like, I've told them that. And they're like, yeah. (laughs) But, you know. No, absolutely. uh, It got... But it it added ten extra minutes to intermission because they had to change right. out the canvas. <laughs> change out the canvas. Uh, I remember Tom Latimer was there when I saw him at. I helped out at NWA tapings. It's like, hey man, and I said hi. I was like, I, I promise won't play. He goes, oh Mike, that's that wasn't your fault because like there was a whole drama afterward. 
Yeah. It was I got oh, kicked yeah. off the show for a day and a half. <laughs> I was like blackballed from the promotion for a day and a half because oh I ruined the canvas, I ruined the turnbuckles, this that, and the other. I was like I was like, okay. And then like but then the guy Stevie called me and said, Oh, I changed my mind. I want you in May. Please go back in May. I was like, Okay. So, okay. <laughs> so like so I you know, I went back. I had people say you should have went back, but I was like, you know, uh, it I I I want. I have a. I got a fan base in Rockford. You, you know, do, and gotta, it's home. So yeah. like, I, I, so I, I, I let that. It's like you know what, we'll go back, see how it goes. If it's not how, if it's not the same as it was before, then maybe get out of it. Well, you know what, I, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say this. Yeah. Uh, just for someone being in for a long time, and it is close for you. It is your home. Yeah. Make it your home, dude. Even exactly. if, even if. That promotion decides, you know what, after this show, I'm done. Yeah. But at least you go in there and say, you know what, when this promotion ran here, we remember Moondog. Yes. You make it. And that's just me. Absolutely. Regardless what their future is, it's your time every time you that music oh, hits. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. you know? You're given, you know, <laughs> eight to nine. <laughs> or seven to nine, you use that seven to nine. Exactly. You put that guy over, and he's going to put you over. Exactly. So you use that time to shine. Exactly. That's and it. Yeah, I left a mark, all right. Yeah, I left a memory. <laughs> My whole family was there. Oh. My grandma I call, was there. I called her the next morning and said, hey, grandma, I just want to call you let you know I'm okay. She goes, wait, that was real? I was like. Yes, Grandma. It was real. I I have a I super glued it, or Vic Capri and Chris Miller super glued it. it. <laughs> put put a a butterfly on it. I did I did the shower, the, the Norman Bates shower, and then the next morning I actually was able yeah. to scrub it out of my hair <laughs> because I had a rustle the next day <laughs> in uh, Berwyn, and Mateo was like, "Don't go." He's like, "Please don't come." I'm like, "No, I'm going." And even and Axel was like, "Dude, don't." It's like it. Just, just call them and tell them what happened. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm going. going. Sure enough, I went, had the match. It was a tag match, thankfully, so <laughs> it was less likely to get bopped in the head and have it happen all over again, you know. Right. So, but uh, I, I went through it and it was fine, you know. And nice. uh, the scar, I think, is finally clearing up because, like, I, ever since that day, I would look in the mirror and there it was. <laughs> uh, but. Um, then, like, um, the other day I was looking at it again, and I was having trouble finding it. So I was like, I guess it's cleared yeah, up finally. good. But uh, <laughs> that was one of those deals, like, it was wild. Just wild. All right. So we're going to go change things up a little bit. We're going to do uh, who went over in this day in history. All right. So I'm going to give you three matches that have happened. All right. So match one is going to be Saturday Night Dynamite. August 13th, 2020, mm. in Jacksonville, Florida, eight-person tag. Okay. You have Pentagon Jr., Ray Phoenix, The Blade, and The Butcher, versus Dustin Rhodes, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and QT Marshall. The QT group. The Dustin Rhodes? Yeah. Yep. They defeated uh, uh, Pentagon and Butcher and Blade and, and Phoenix. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. So... WWE SmackDown taping, SAP Center Pavilion in San Jose, California. Okay. So we got... When was this? Same day. So August oh, 13th. same day. Okay. So, I'm sorry. 2013. Oh, okay. So okay. 2013. August 13th, 2013. We have Mark Henry, Rob Van Dam, and The Big Show versus The Shield. Who went over? Oh, The Shield. No. <sighs> Mark Henry, Rob Van Dam, and the Big Show okay. defeated the Shield in a six-person tag. Damn. All right. <laughs> so was, now we got... I was watching weekly then, too. So I kind of just <laughs> disappointed myself. All right, so <laughs> WWE SmackDown. Okay. Uh, August 13th, 2002. Okay. Key Arena, Seattle, Washington. You have Billy and Chuck and Rico... God. <laughs> Versus Hardcore Holly, Shannon Moore, and the Hurricane. Six person tag. Billy and Chuck, Rico. 
Yes. Okay. Billy oh, that sucks. I was hoping, I was hoping it was Holly. I, when I heard Shannon Moore, I was like, he took the fall, I bet you. <laughs> yeah, he took the pin. I, he probably took the pin. <laughs> All right. One more thing we're doing now. Popular three rapid questions. Three rapid wrecking questions. First item, or first one we got is what is your favorite cereal or breakfast item? Uh, Flintstones, Cocoa Pebbles. There you go. Cocoa Pebbles. All right, I, I love that. Uh, what's your favorite fast food place to stop after a show? McDonald's. And what are you getting? What are you getting? At Chicken nuggets and fries. Chicken nuggets and fries. My daughter loves that one. My, my son does too. Uh, a little happy man. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, who is your favorite wrestling icon growing up as a kid? Tommy Dreamer. All right, Dreamer. And what about Tommy Dreamer that like? Brought you in. Well, I, like I said, he was the first match I saw that got me a fan of him and Jack Swagger. And oh. then just, you could tell he was one of the people. Yeah. And I was devastated when Zack Ryder retired him. And then yeah. he went to TNA. <laughs> so then all was fine. Yeah. Well, um, well, Dreamer will be making it to CSW yes. in, uh, coming up shortly. Yes. Oh, actually, wow. Yeah. Actually, wow. the... Uh, the eighteenth, uh, yes, I'm yes, okay. Friday the eighteenth. Uh, Tommy Dreamer will be there. Looking forward to that. Tommy I'm gonna have story. to like dig into my magazines here <laughs> see if I find something fun. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, well, we're gonna take a quick break. Um, here's a little something from our sponsors. The Hillbilly Wreckers podcast is brought to you by Lamplighter Inn Tavern and Grill in Palatine, with happy hour Monday through Thursday from four to six p.m. Karaoke every Thursday plus a Thursday pizza special. You'll find Lamplighter has something for everyone. All right, and we are back. Well, we're at the tail end of this episode. And uh, speaking of tail end, you got the tail end lights. See in the cars. <laughs> no, no. What's your all-time favorite road story? I know you don't have too many, oh. but what is your the all-time like make me pop, like die laughing on the floor kind of so road story here? Uh. Axel Abreu texts me, and he goes, you want to ride together to Michigan? All right. (laughs) (laughs) So he hit me up, I think, a few shows, and I said, no, no, the first time I was riding with my parents, I wasn't going to let any wrestler ride with my parents, so (laughs) absolutely not. Second time around, I think I drove by myself, and then I think the third time was finally, I was like, okay, I'll ride with uh, Spicoli and... uh, Ex, uh, Axel Abreu. That's your first mistake. <laughs> so, I have the thought. I'm like, because like by this point, like I, there was all I got the car probably two years ago, and it's already at eighty thousand miles as of this day. Wow. So yeah. like, I, that's when I start thinking like, okay, if I'm offered rides, I gotta hop in these rides to save miles on the car, because it's gonna be ran into a grave way sooner than it needs to be anyway. So right. I, uh, I said okay. Uh, I went to. Show the bombshells house, spent the night because um, to get to Michigan, you got, I have to be from Belvedere. I have to cut through Chicago to Indiana into Michigan. Yeah. So I figured, and for me is five and a half hours. So go to Chicago, let it be four and a half hours. So I stayed the night at Shelly's. They picked me up at Shelly's 30 minutes late. Um, (laughs) We hit the road and um, it's relatively fine on the way there. Uh, so, uh, just you know, listen. You know, I'm in the back. I'm just chilling, listening to them go back and forth about silly stuff, and then us all laughing. Spicoli calling everything a gimmick to the point where I said, "Austin, if you say gimmick one more damn time, I'm going to choke you." So we go to because it's Michigan and the prices are so much cheaper. We go to a uh, dispensary, right? And by the time we get there, though. Are like okay, they're taking forever, and I'm just sitting on the couch, like I just sit on the couch in the dispensary waiting. I'm looking at the time, like I want to say call time. What's what's normally call time up there? Like five, four? Yeah, about five. About five. At the latest, yeah. so five. Yeah, so about an hour before doors. <laughs> yeah, so five. So I'm sitting there. It's like four forty-five. I'm like okay. Finally, they get out, and we're on our way. And he punches in the map. It's like half hour to get there. And it's four fifty, and I'm like, oh, we're late. And I'm like, and like Rickard said earlier, it's like I like to be early. 
Like I have guys, I yeah. I've had guys not want to ride with me because they didn't want to go to the building no, early. that early. I'm so, the same way. So <laughs> I was like, hmm. That's when it started. I'm like, that's when my moodiness started showing. Um, <laughs> my moodiness. Yeah, it's all. Uh, you know, like I, I'm glad everyone's like, oh, you're such a cool guy, but like, yeah, I have a moody side a little bit. So, um. That's when I started. We got to the building. It's fine. And I, I go up to Eric. I explain to him the situation. He goes, I'll, and Eric's like, you're fine. Whatever. Uh, so we rest, uh, We have our show. We wrestle. And they got a motel room. So I was like, cool. I shot him some money to, for, to help with the motel room. And we're just going to spend the night. I was like, all right, cool. Let's let's help tear down. I helped tear down. Those two popped in and popped out, popped in, popped out. Because I figured, like, well, we stay, we're staying the night, so we can help it tear down, you know? And... They were yeah. They weren't in a hurry to go anyway. Um, the ring's done, you know. So ring's done. They're tearing down the stage. So I was like, you know what? We got the ring down. Let's go to the let's go to the room. So I grab. Um, <laughs> I thought you guys are laughing before I even tell. We kind of know where this is going. Where this is going. You would have done many road trips with that. <laughs> I grab Axel. Hey. Let's get going. I'm I'm starving. He goes, yeah, cool, cool. I was like, uh, okay, I'm gonna go find Spicoli. Can't find him. Finally, I find him. Spicoli, let's get going. I'm hungry. He goes, yeah, yeah, let's go. So I go. So we go to where Axel originally was, and he's no longer there. Yeah. <laughs> so then I go find Axel again. Spicoli's gone. Finally, Spicoli and Axel are with Eric, and they're having a car like heart to heart conversations and shit like that, and. Looking at the clock, I think we tore down. We had everything tore down by 9, 45, 10. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's 11. Come on, the shit's going to start closing. I'm like, <laughs> guys, I'm starving, please. I was like, I don't mean to be a dick, but let's go. And they're like, all right, yeah, let's go, let's go. We hop in the car. Um, We go straight to the motel room to drop stuff off. And they're like, hey, we're going to go back out. And by this point, I was like, I really want, I need a shower. I have to use the bathroom real bad because I've been waiting for these guys. <laughs> so, and I said, I said, listen, just pick me up food. Please just pick me up food. Like, I was like, I really need, I need to get away from you too. Yeah. So I'm in the room. They go off. I get a, tw- like 20 or 30 minutes later, I get a phone call. Hey, McDonald's is closed. Everything closed at 11. When we left, I was pissed. So, I'd be, oh man, I'd be I went to the hotel, so I went to the lobby, there's a vending machine, and I just got a couple things of popcorn and a soda or two, or a, and a Mike's Hard I, I got from a gas station or something. <laughs> so, I crashed in the corner. They come back an hour and a half after they left. Mm-hmm. So, I still would have been starving, and they would have came back with cold-ass food mm-hmm. <laughs> by the yeah. time they came back. So finally, we fall asleep. Uh, or no, not even that. I'm about to fall asleep. It's one in the morning. They're like, "Hey, you want to smoke?" No. Uh, I, I flipped <laughs> over and faced the corner. Fell asleep. Wake up. It's eleven. We're supposed to be out by eleven. Yeah. Guy knocks on the door. Axel's like, "Hey, I'm occupied." And he goes, the, guy, "The guy's like, bro, we gotta get this room ready. What are you yeah. doing?" And I just, I'm like, "Oh my god." So, so like, it's not my debit card, though. They, they'll charge extra, so whatever. <laughs> not mine. So I'm thinking, okay, it's 11 a.m. We're going to get on the road, right? Yeah. We're yeah. going to go to eat. We're going to go to Walmart. All right, fine. Looked at the toy section. I grabbed a Papa Shango figure because I, I I earned this shit. So <laughs> I earned it. So, um, and they're browsing everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So then we get in the car. Oh, we're going to go eat with Eric Freedom. I'm like, oh my God. Because like now I'm homesick. It was like, now I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a four and a half hour drive and then an extra hour and a half for me. Yeah. So we go eat with Eric. My then boyfriend at the time mm. was pissed off about something. And I want to say we pretty much broke up that day. <laughs> so I haven't eaten since 8 p.m. The night before. Right. By the time I sat down after that conversation, I just shoved my plate away. I was like, I'm not even hungry anymore. I, like, I was so pissed and heartbroken. <laughs> Finally, we get in the car. Going home, right? We're going to the Jim Crow 
Museum of Racist Memorabilia. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I said it earlier. That was your first mistake. But they are... I, I love both of them. I love both of them to death. Where do you find... But they they have no... No consideration of time. No None. None. Oh. <laughs> so, so now you're going to go see racing. racing member. So, this is nowhere near what I thought this was going. So, I remember, too, we walked through what I assume was a college to get to it. And we go in this elevator. We go downstairs. Doors open. And I see a wall of blackface staring back at me. <laughs> and I'm just like I'm like what is happening right now and we're just they're just looking at everything and I'm kind of looking at everything going yikes and I'm just like <laughs> so finally we get in the car are we going home we're going back to that freaking dispensary to get more drugs <laughs> so <laughs> so so now you're late waiting in the lobby I, I stay in the car I was like you know guys you have fun uh, so finally we're on the road I get to Shelly's place at 8pm uh, and then I get home at 9 and I'm in bed by 11 mm -hmm. and then work the next morning cause like God damn it. I, <laughs> so and um Axel texts me saying hey brother thanks for riding with me I hope we get to ride again and I didn't say anything. I just said, thank you for the ride. <laughs> There's a picture of us together. Well, if he's listening, then uh, he uh, knows that he's not going to be riding with you no. anytime soon. So. Uh, if I'm driving, <laughs> sure. If I'm driving, yes. But, I, if uh, I'm driving. So he, um, there's a picture of me on Instagram. I'll have to find it to show you guys. Um, <laughs> it's of us together. And you can tell in my eyes. You've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> They're smiling, yeah, 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 buddies. And then there's me with the most angriest eyes. Oh, so I've seen those eyes, but <laughs> not going to talk about that. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I that is one of those deals where, like, that's, that's, yeah. that's why I learned no be careful concept. who you write with. No <laughs> concept. Oh, my goodness. Well, I tell you, um, you you mentioned Instagram, Facebook, yeah. and all that. Where can fans uh, catch you on social media? Uh, you know, Facebook uh, and Instagram, Moondog Greg Murray. Twitter is Moondog Murray. Um, I do Twitch streams occasionally, or not occasionally, regularly. Um, play Playing video games on the Shellshock Network Twitch page. I also have podcasts under Shellshock Network. We actually dropped an episode reviewing the first season of Futurama. And uh, got a different... Different, uh, you different just projects. Like all, 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 all kinds. Of, you all kinds of media. You, <laughs> you had the longest list so far. Yes, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm bored, so I like to do a lot of different things and have a million hobbies. But yeah, that's where you can follow. You can follow me and uh, definitely keep supporting the wrestling career. Appreciate y'all. Brainbuster Tees is my um, where you can find my T-shirt store. So there you go. You got well, t -shirts thank too, you man. very much for joining us today. We appreciate you. Keep busting ass. Keep defending that title. That's right. Speaking uh, about busting ass, uh, are you, besides uh, coming up on the 19th, where else can uh, yeah. the wrestling fans see you? Let's see. Let's pull up the calendar here. I have a freaking lock screen. So I uh, got JWA on the 26th up in Janesville. Got CS, uh, CSW this Friday on the 18th. And, of course, Powell this Saturday on the 19th in Winter Harbor. And... Uh, I can't say that show just yet, but I can't, I can't announce that one just yet. But those are the for the rest of the month. Uh, nice, yeah, definitely, definitely swing by. Busy. See and uh, stay tuned on my social media for when I post the September tour and schedule. Sweet. All right, and on the next podcast next week, we're gonna have Logan Steele with Chris Hedford. Um, a special thanks to our sponsors, Powell Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher. Hoff. 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 <laughs> and our sponsor, Lamplighter and Tavern and Grill in Palatine, with karaoke and pizza specials every Thursday. Also, a big shout out to Michael Bear Photography, capturing that special moment with Powell's very own uh, photographer. 
We also like to thank Fonzie and the Dago Tees for the use of the song King of the Hill as the Hillbilly Records theme song. That's it. And fans, uh, we can't forget uh, you guys. Uh, <clears throat> we wouldn't have a show without you. Please give a like, a follow, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell whoever yes. you got to tell because uh, Pow Entertainment, Hillbilly Records podcast, uh, we're here for the independent wrestling scene and we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in uh, for each and every podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, Moondog Murray, again, thank you very much for your time and uh, we will definitely be keeping our eye on you and the Pow Heavyweight Championship. So until next time, fans, uh, we appreciate it, and we will talk to you next time. Choo-choo.